Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie, midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie, the genius of my man Patrick the Idillionaire once again coming up with the musically themed days of the week. Uh, and on midweek movie music, my man Patrick takes selections from a soundtrack of a movie that inspired him, plays those songs for us, and based on these selections played, Harge and I are supposed to gather clues um, that lead us to the featured film of midweek movie music. This week, Harge got it. Took him a little longer than it should have, but Absolutely. he got it. It was Bad Boys, one of his favorite films. Yes. Hard to say. Have you seen every Bad Boys in the theater? Yes. Everyone in the theater. Every one of them. I've seen, I think, two in the theater. I think after part two, I was like, nah, I don't need to see it in the theater. Oh, yeah, man. I'll see it, but I don't need to see it in the yeah. theater. I did not see the original in theater because it came out in 1995, and I was 11. Because the movies were one of the only places your mom and dad would drop you off and let you hang out there for a while. Yep. Yeah. And if you, you found a movies at a mall, then they would then you got hang out there for a you while. The You're like, oh no, mom, I'm hang out at the mall. I'm gonna eat at the food court. That's gonna take me two hours. Yeah. And then I'm gonna go to movies. That's another five hours. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, what you going to see? I'm gonna track it. It's like, oh, mom, the movie is sold out. It's sold <laughs> out. It's a make all type of excuses. <laughs> oh, mom, the screen, something happened. I had to go to another movie. Oh, we gonna see Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom would know we're going to see Bad Boys, but yes, uh, my man Hards loves some Bad Boys. That is the featured film for Midweek Movie Music. Strangely enough, that uh, song you just played, um, and I don't know if that's the version of it, but a version of that is now the official theme song for like two different entertainment, because it's also the Cops theme show. I mean, it's, it's always been the Cops, cops theme song. Yeah. That, for the Cops, and then Bad Boys kind of brought it back with Bad Boys, and they yes. use it, of course, in any, the movie. Any guess on the band name? Oh, uh, no, uh, no inner, inner way. Circle. Damn, Harge got it. How? Inner Circle. Yeah. Damn. Is that yeah. a one-hit wonder? I mean, I have to imagine. Because I mean, I mean, there's the thing. I don't even know that's a hit until cops used it. <laughs> you could be right about that. Yeah. I think it was just everyone knew it from cops because you just, when you hear that song, yeah, yeah, yeah. you imagine a cop oh. running with the cameraman lapping him three times. Oh, I love that. Yeah, the, you can see the, the footage of the cameraman running. <laughs> as the cop is running too. Oh, cameraman man. hopping over fences and stuff. <laughs> yeah. no. You need to hire the cameraman. They seem to be <laughs> doing a good job. They Cameraman's, are very athletic. He's, he's got the camera's like 100 pounds. He's rolling yeah. with the a guy team. hiding under a kiddie pool. Looking at the camera like, shut up, shut up, oh, don't tell him back here. Cops, the uh, that was crazy. That that became a phenomenon. And I was like, did you watch it? They brought it back. Cops again. the TV show. Yeah, they, they've had several reiterations. It's never yeah. as popular as the original. No, the original not kind even of close. Just took the world was, by the, was that the original reality television? No, I don't think but it was <laughs> a, 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 in terms of a form of it, yes. yes. In terms of a form of it, a different form of it, yes, it was. Because we hadn't seen anything like cops really. That was yeah. a different form. That's like uh like, remember that show Cheaters? You remember the show Cheaters? Oh god. Well, they would they would <laughs> that oh. was a different form of reality TV too. Oh, Somebody got stabbed on that show, and I believe the host that was did, right? That was like <laughs> That was like the yeah. decline of it. They would take people. That's when things changed quickly. Oh, it, it was such a great reality, a trash reality TV show. Essentially, they would find somebody who believed their spouse, significant other, was cheating on them, and then they would film an episode of trying to catch them cheating on them. Oh man, it was yeah. some just some great a trash TV. I had a buddy. We always <laughs> told him if we saw that dude, we would be yelling. Everybody, like, run! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheaters, run! <laughs> yeah, bro, somebody trying to get you. It like yeah. it like Cedric the Entertainer. 
I don't know why they running, but I'll ask questions later. I'm going exactly. to Join the group. We all run. We'll find out what we was running about when we get to exactly. where we need to get to. Exactly. Hey, no question. All right. Uh, let's get to some uh, news, notes, and nuggets. We got a couple of stories. We'll talk uh, a little baseball here. Texas baseball beating Air Force. We'll talk Astros, Rangers as well. Ghost Rolls. We'll get into that. Also, uh, Masters preview. Tell you why everybody's so excited about this upcoming Masters and the latest. And I don't know if it's going to be the last story, but the latest in the Caitlin Clark Angel Reese uh, national title game controversy. I've never seen women's basketball get this much play and this much airtime out of one incident right. or story. So God bless him. I mean, it, it, it is milking it's it for everything. It's a lot everything. going on. It is a lot going on. But I think it's the last bit of it because this is Angel Reese. Essential. And by the way, both Angel Reese and Kaylin Clark, Daisy dec- declining the first lady's invitation or faux invitation. Kaylin Clark declined it and Angel Reese, I believe, declined it. So yeah. we'll get into that. Yeah, so the first lady, she's probably not feeling too good. You know, you get, you I get, was get. just trying to do something sweet. Yes, yeah, she was. But apparently there may have been an ulterior motive is what Angel Reese kind of points out. Yeah. She went on a podcast and was talking about it. So anyway, we'll get to that when we got some time. We just got a lot of different things. So we'll kind of uh, go scatter shooting around with these next few items. Uh, let's talk baseball, Major League Baseball first. Because, Hard, you talked about this a little bit in your Harsh Knock Life yesterday, so I'd encourage everybody who missed it, uh, go check out the uh, Harge's Harsh Knock Life yesterday. It was good today, giving you kind of a review of Reggie, uh, the uh, documentary piece about Reggie Jackson on Amazon. Yep. But yesterday, got into some Major League Baseball discussion, and it was uh, really good stuff. So uh, I found some more stuff, Harge, that I think you may find intriguing about the rule changes and the effect they've had on Major League Baseball in the game. So how about this little nugget? And uh, this is crazy. So there was a Major League Baseball game last night that ended in less than two hours. Yeah, buddy. Isn't that crazy? The Marlins and the Twins. Yep. Hour and 57-minute game. Uh, Sandy Alcantara. Mm-hmm. What, he, what he, do you have? Nine strikeouts or something? Complete game. Yeah. yeah, complete game for him. So that helps, by yep, the way. Yep, yep, yep. Don't strikes, baby. Yeah, helps you. Yeah, pitcher was just, just putting them away, man. He's, uh, he's putting them away. And, yeah, so he actually had a complete game, and, yeah, it was a – a complete game and a war. It was a shutout. So yep, yep. it was his sixth, I believe. Uh, sorry, yeah, last year he had six. I mean, uh, yeah, complete he's a games. star. Damn, that's crazy. He's that's, a star. How rare is that? It's very rare. I was I gonna mean, say he won the Cy Young last year. Yeah, that's so, why. Yeah, he you don't won see Cy that. Young man, that's, a, that's some workhorse stuff. Yeah. I think it was thirty-six total last year, and he had six of them. Yeah, and he and he, you know, like you said, the game was one to nothing. Only three hits by each team. He was in, under pressure constantly, exactly, and didn't give up a damn thing. He was on that. Hey, he was locked in, baby. Man, that is locked uh, in. Yeah, and I like as I said, if it's gonna be low scoring, can we make it a quick game? And I'm telling you, most of the low scoring games have been fast games. Mm-hmm. It's something about their. I don't know the uh, the algorithm of the rules they put together, but it's worked out where the low scoring games are quick games, and if they do happen to have a a a, a longer game, game, a too. longer but the longer games are usually high scoring. Yeah. So I don't know if it's the high scoring that's leading to longer games or longer games leads to high scoring, but either way, it works. The formula works. Because mm-hmm. if people are going to sit around and you're not going to have a lot of scoring to captivate people and to keep them engaged, hey, long as it's a quick game, get it in. You quit. So like that game, it. that game was one to nothing. It was two hours <laughs> and I mean uh, an hour and fifty seven minutes. The Milwaukee Brewers and the New York Mets game. It was score was nine to nothing. Thirteen hits. 
uh, by the Brewers, mm. eight hits by the New York Mets. Time length, two hours, 17 minutes. Wow. <laughs> So you got off it. It's one-sided. Yes. But at least you got pace. You, got, you had everything. You had action. Yeah, you had action. Home runs were being hit, so you still got to remember guys are jogging the bases, so that mm-hmm. goes into it as well. Yep. Still two hours, 17 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, 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 I think it's great. And all the numbers say, first. here's a number here for you. First 75 games of 2022 – Compared to the first seventy nine games of twenty twenty three, so four more games in in this um, uh, stat uh, for twenty twenty three compared to twenty twenty two. But in twenty twenty two, first seventy five games, you had six hundred thirty five runs. First seventy nine games of twenty twenty three, seven hundred twenty three runs. Yeah. So you're talking about <laughs> uh, that's a big difference. Uh, seven hundred thirty four singles through the first seventy five games. Yep. Eight hundred sixty eight through the first 79 of this year. That's outstanding work, man. Last year, 152 home runs through 75 games. This year, 193 home runs through the first 79 games. Uh, This is something that you love, and you brought it up yesterday. 55 steals through the first 75 games. 101 steals. They're getting at it. They're getting at it. First 79. So everything is up. Yeah. Everything is up, and the duration of the, the games is down. I I don't I don't think they could have. There's no way that they could have predicted the rules would work this well. No, right. and I mean because you're now being able to manufacture runs as well. <laughs> so if you get a guy on base and you get a couple hits in an inning, it's a lot easier to get a run across than before, where it was like, well, now you got two men on, and <laughs> you get to the bottom of the order, and this guy can only hit into the shift. And all right, well, it's two men out, but we're still getting out because he's just hitting for the for the home run and it's short. So you would have these long innings where you check at first base 150 times, and yep, then yep. the next guy gets on, and you have to do that again, mm-hmm. and then they, they then you get out of the inning. This time you're getting at least a couple runs across if you're having one of those longer innings. So you get the scoring that you want to see, and if there's not that, then it's just it's you know over quick. You're, you're, yeah, it's a four or five minute inning. Yeah, and, and, and to that point, the Astros Ghost Rolls. Uh, we'll get into them because they yeah. they got a win here, bouncing back. Um, the Astros game uh, yesterday had an inning that took less than two minutes. Half <laughs> inning, right? Yeah. Half yeah. inning. Yeah. Half inning. Well, no, the whole minute. It said they both said, sides batted. They yeah. Wow. Game had an inning that took less than two minutes. It was a it was a minute and fifty six seconds for the whole Jeez. inning. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, how is that even possible? <laughs> because they're picking up and putting them down. It, it, it's not a lot of scoring. Then it's done. That's so, interesting. I like that. Crazy. That is that is that is getting into it. I'm, Man, that's for sure. And love it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, getting into also another little stat here: uh, three thousand six hundred and eighty-two days uh, over the last thirty-five baseball seasons, in which at least fourteen major league baseball games were played. The average time of the games yesterday. Two hours and 33 minutes was the shortest average of any of those days. Wow. So it's been 3,682 days of, of over the last 35 seasons of Major League Baseball games played, 14 Major League Baseball games played on a day, on the same mm-hmm. day, I should say. 
And of those 3,682 days where they had at least 14 Major League Baseball games played over the last 35 seasons, the average time yesterday was the lowest of any of those days over the last 35 years. It's impressive, man. It's shocking. It's it's, It's shocking. The game has changed. I've never seen a rule. I don't think I've seen a rule change in any of the major sports in my lifetime, obviously. Uh, But I I mean, if you can study it probably in any lifetime, have such a dramatic and instantaneous effect. Right. Like immediate effect. I mean, this is is (laughs) so exciting for people. And I heard E. Hogan talk about this because this was something we all had brought up. They moved the – End of liquor I mean, beer sales to the eighth inning now. They had because to. of the pace of the game. So those are going to, to to the numbers we were talking about. I'm still gonna I'm gonna try to find those answers here this week. What is the the money that is being lost because the game has been so fast? Because people and can't that- over they can't overindulge on food. They can't overindulge on the liquor oh, or you, the alcohol. You, you underestimate Americans. That is true. I can overindulge in food in two innings that is easy. True. That is true. <laughs> but no, but I, I'm curious because that That's also gets equal. If the numbers go up in other places and more people are coming out to the ballpark, especially if more people are willing to bring their families out because families where you spend the most money because that's when, hey, man, that kid needs to eat something now. That kid wants a, wants a toy and that kid wants yeah. this. But that, if you can get attendance up, then that – Oh, that corrects into that area. Yeah. Yeah, no, the attendance, that's that's the next question. Harge asked that in his Harge Knock Life yesterday. Uh, it did say Major League Baseball generated 172 million viewers, uh, 172 million uh, like viewers watching on opening day, which was a 42% increase uh, and a record. But I think that's because people wanted to see what the new rules will look like. And opening day is kind of a, a national holiday. It is. Of sorts, it is. Uh, throwing it out there, too. Um, all right. So a hey, uh, texture did Joe number two said it was Framber's half. Half inning. Half yeah. inning. Okay. So yeah. I'm right. like, man, that is like <laughs> how they get on the field, off the field to be able to have that happen that fast. Mm-hmm. So they must have swung at like the first two pitches of each at bat. Uh yeah, so you know what I'm saying they put they had to put the ball in play at that point. Yeah, uh, so Pastor, you're right. He said that, but still, it's moving at a drastic pace. Yes, yeah, um, that's still insanely fast. It's still really fast. Okay, uh, the Astros did find a way to win. They did bounce back uh, after a uh, a disappointing uh, showing last night or yesterday. Um, the Astros do come with a win over the Tigers, eight to two. Uh, and the Rangers bounce back as well. Both the Rangers and the Astros lost yesterday. Both bounce back with a win. Rangers get a 5-2 win over the Orioles. Yep. Um, so uh, big wins, I think, for both squads because uh, I think Much Ast- needed. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Rangers fans, they started out impatient to start the season and then ended up with their foot in their mouth. And then after, what, 27 runs scored, I believe, in the first two games for the Rangers, then they ended up you know, having one hit in one of the— that first game against the Orioles, I think they had one hit the whole game. I'm not yep. making that up. That was a real stat, actually. They had one hit and then, obviously, um, having a lackluster scoring performance last night uh, from the Rangers. Rangers, but now them bouncing back. So uh, Rangers fans should feel better about that. And the Astros maybe shaking off the curse of having Mark Wahlberg <laughs> give the play ball call at on opening day. A guy who has nothing to do other than <laughs> some business arrangement with Alex Bregman. Uh, that's the only attachment and connection he has to the Astros. I do believe the baseball gods have cursed the Astros just for a little bit, not for a long time. But, yeah, you're going to have somebody who did not de- not deserving 
of that honor. Do it on opening day of all days. Yeah, you deserve to have your opening day win streak of 10 <laughs> games, a record snapped. Boom. Snap. And yeah. all the good mojo of Megan the Stallion thrown out oh because gosh. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch wanted to say play ball in H-Town. No, and because y'all wanted to make it because his thing was he loved the Astros because they beat the Yankees. And that is what he said. He goes, no, I love them because you're my favorite Yankees beaters. And I was like, yeah, that's because we're better than the Red Sox. (laughs) Go back to your boring team in Boston. Enjoy looking at a big wall for a while. Thank you. Exactly. Come on. That is a good – actually, that's pretty good. That's not bad. I guess the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, that is what he was saying. But then when we beat the Red Sox, I bet he's going to be rooting for the other team. You damn right he will be. So forget you. We got plenty of celebrities (laughs) in Texas. I agree. I'm still – I can't get over that and I guess I need to get over it but hopefully the Astros get over that too uh, and they come up with the win with the dub over the Tigers uh, all right uh, let's get to oh Texas baseball can we get some Texas baseball nuggets oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. before uh, we get out of this segment all right what you got Texas baseball with a big win over Air Force uh, it was a dominant win uh, the bats showed up yep. got home, some home, home runs field. home field advantage home field and uh, Chick did the long ball saw a couple of those too that's right that's right the Texas baseball team went out and did a great job against Air Force, and I don't know if I got you that sound, Patrick, of the Air Force coach and what he was talking about with his time with Big Red, Keith Moreland, and Zeke, uh, Greg Swindell on LHN. But the Texas Bats came to life as we expected when they came back home. Um, They had that 15, or excuse me, 16-game win streak snapped, and now they're starting another one. They This is a warm-up, not warm-up. It was a game against Air Force Academy, which was outstandingly played by both teams. And now Texas will take on K-State to get right back into Big 12 Conference play starting tomorrow. Because let's not forget, the games will now be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday mm. because of uh, Easter weekend. So they're trying to get the games in starting tomorrow night, 630 at the Dish. Okay. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. A lot of crazy weather patterns going on right now. Yeah, it might be some rainouts going on too. So be be careful with that as well. And you're going to call some action, correct? I am going to be there on su- Saturday with Craig Way uh, calling the game. The game on okay. Saturday is supposed to be at 12 noon, but we're going to see what happens with the weather coming up. It is turf field, so they might be able to make some things happen. But most of the time, the only time that you get um, – Games canceled or rescheduled is when lightning is occurring as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it is Texas, so yeah. who knows? Exactly. Who knows what the weather holds tomorrow? <laughs> exactly. And I don't know if you Great get, point. I love the weather guessers, but, man, yeah, they've been unreliable uh, lately. For been sure. all over the place. For and sure. They've been uh, waffling a lot. And I get it. <laughs> it's not always not their fault, man. The weather is uh, crazy and unpredictable. Uh, the weather also going to affect the Masters this mm-hmm. weekend. Um, Hard's going to be working, so he might end up missing a little bit of the Masters. Um, but it's supposed to be uh, one of the most anticipated Masters in a really long time, um, even for a novice golf fan like myself, because uh, the live golfers are participating, 18 of them. And that's been the big topic of conversation you have some true mm-hmm. villains now and every now and then you know I, I, i'll talk to chad when we're you know changing shows and chad and i often will talk about you know superhero movies and very nerdy stuff because uh, you know, we're talking about wrestling something like that and uh I, last time we were talking about movies and he was asking me about a, a movie that i'd watch and i remember saying this specifically um, if it if the movie is a say it's a superhero movie or say that it's an action movie if if it doesn't have a great villain, 
that's a good chance that movie's going to disappoint, underwhelm. Yeah. The villain is kind of key to the movie and the storyline, the plot. The villain is going to create the conflict. The conflict creates the storylines. If your villain is not compelling, if your villain is not um, you know, interesting, then I think your movie's going to fall short. The Masters this year, <laughs> the villain does not fall short. They're true villains from a political stance. Uh, the players actually have talked about how they believe that, you know, live could be something that hurts the sport and could have a detrimental effect on, you know, their livelihood and, you know, their careers. Uh, there's lawsuits thrown out there. Greg Norman is talking about they're, they're going to celebrate on the 18th hole if a live golfer ends up winning the Masters. You also have, they even there was even a story that came out today that some of the live golfers, not all of them, are gonna are wearing the live stuff. They can't convince all of the where some of the golfers in the live tour thought it would be disrespectful to blatantly uh, and, and kind of overtly show off the live stuff while they're at the Masters. So they did it in a more discreet way. Maybe wore something over it, a vest over it, or something else. They didn't just show it. But some guys have been proudly displaying yeah. the live uh you know, their live stuff and all their live merchandise and even that is a great storyline for the villain. So I just love that man, golf has got real villains now. True villains. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, whether it be a Dustin Johnson or Brooks Kepka or Pat, Patrick Reed or whoever, one of these guys from the Live Tour can make it interesting. Yeah. Down the stretch, yeah. Because I know the PGA guys are going to show up. They're they're show up. They're motivated. They're and dialed in. They're dialed they're, in, yeah. ready to go. The live guys, we're not sure about. We haven't seen them. We don't have access. This is their biggest, you know, stage they've been on since they joined the live tour, and they're going to have these big stages because they're going to meet at all the majors. Yeah. The live guys are going to have access to the majors, is what it seems like, and that's the only time the public is really going to see them because nobody watches the <laughs> no. live tour. Nobody. I'm not going to lie to you. Nobody watches. Not even golf fans watch. I was flipping through my TV the other day, and I stumbled upon it, and I thought it was a high school um, <laughs> uh, tournament. And the reason being is because I forgot they can wear shorts. Yeah, they're casual. You can. It's very they're casual. Very casual. Yeah, like a real villain like wearing a, shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! Superheroes. Only <laughs> <laughs> yeah. superheroes wear shorts. Uh, but I, I, I think it's a it's a it's a pretty intriguing storyline. Like I said, if those guys are competitive, then it'll like I said, learn from the women's national title game. I mean, there's no way anybody in sports entertainment would have predicted. At that women's national title game, which, by the way, it wasn't a great game. Yep. The game wasn't that close. We're not talking about the action in the game. We're not talking about the coaching adjustments and the counters and all that. And then going back and forth and game-winning shots. No, we're talking about the salacious headlines and storylines surrounding that game. And to me, that's the lesson that golf should take. If you can create enough of those salacious storylines with dynamic personalities— and embrace the petty. Embrace oh, the petty. Women's basketball embraced the petty. They embraced it. That's the, you that's can't a see good me. point oh, right yeah, there. So, yeah, like, remember the what's the young lady uh, who got into it with the Texas basketball player after their game? Was it oh, Van Light? No, it was the the, the girl. What did you say her name was? Was it Van, Van yes, Light? Yeah, from uh, Louisville. Yes. Yeah. Man, they, was, they had petty all over the place. Yeah. And you couldn't help but start to observe it as a sports fan going, man, women, 
fucking petty over there. And she was and the one cold. that got she was the one that got cussed out by by Kaylee Clark. Clark. <laughs> yeah, and then Kaylee Clark yeah. got it thrown in her face by yes. Angel Reese. Yes. I'm like, I love it. Yep. I love it all. Yep. I'm embracing it all. But it was that pettiness, all right, and those charismatic, dynamic personalities. You got to be good too. You got to be good. You got to be good. Now you can't be doing that yeah. and then have a trash product. These ladies are fantastic players, but then they're dynamic, charismatic personalities. All right, they want to showcase their sport, and we were captivated by it. Yeah. I'll give you the numbers again, but more viewers than the Sugar, Orange, and Cotton Bowls, than the Big 12, Pac-12, ACC title games, That's Notre crazy. Dame, USC, LSU, Bama, Ohio State, Penn State, Bama, Texas A&M on primetime, more viewers than all those games. More viewers than last year's any every game of last year's NBA playoffs except the finals, every game of last year's Major League Baseball postseason except the World Series, every NASCAR race since 2017, including Daytona 500, and every NHL game in more than 50 years, including all of your Stanley Cup finals, the ladies beat them. Hey, ladies! And like I said, it wasn't yeah. even a good game. Hey, beat it because we were talking about all the trash talk and all the salacious headlines and gossip and the petty surrounding that matchup. My son was so hyped at the game. Exactly. He was yeah, so your family hyped. went to the game. They went to the game. That's what I'm saying. Golf. Yeah. Golf can set this up right now. It is set up for you right now. You just got to <laughs> embrace the petty. So there, if there are not some random stories about some some guys getting into it, some right. some scuffles and some words exchanged, all right, out there on the green, I'm gonna be disappointed in you, golf, because this <laughs> is they they've shown you the path. We've never talked about women's basketball this much, never, ever. Walking in people's line like you're not supposed yes, to. Yes, come on, on now, green. petty. Yeah, petty. Yeah. Be petty, man. It's about to. Just give me some more petty golf, and I'm telling you, just <laughs> like wrestling. You know what? You know who gets constant ratings uh, more so than – other than football, which is probably the biggest consistent ratings monster in America other than football? Yep. It's probably wrestling. It is definitely wrestling. <laughs> like consistently. Always up there in most viewed uh, broadcasts in America. It's because wrestling's figured out the recipe. Hero, heel, villains, create conflict, conflict storylines. That's all they do. Yep. They major in it. The women, they took a page out of the WWE book and applied it to women's national title game this year, and America was captivated. PGA, mm-hmm. do it. They, the Libs don't have to work for you. They're already villains. <laughs> I just need one or two of y'all to go over there and be petty. Be petty. Go give them the UK see me. Go oh do my it. Oh, that would be awesome. If one of if if, if Roy ends up being oh an eagle goodness. or a birdie and does a UK CV, I would lose it. <laughs> I would lose it. You, are you kidding me? That would me? be pretty dope. Oh, exactly. That would be pretty y'all, dope. Know, y'all be like, are they talking trash now? I was like, okay, They're talking trash at the Masters? And yeah. then when the live guys comes over, he does something. Come on, man. Yeah. You know they would set the golf world ablaze. Yeah. They, what, uh, if you're going to let women's basketball say they – they did a great job, but I think they followed a certain recipe that, uh, and it helps having you know some sexism, a little racism, a little ageism thrown into the conversation. Yeah, there was always, a lot of a lot of yeah, work in there. A little political slant now. Yeah. Americans love that, but still, initially we watched the game before all of that took place. I love it. We watched the game for the petty trash talk by charismatic, dynamic, yeah. elite athletes. That's what entertains us. Yeah. Are you not entertained? I wish Kaylin Clark and Andrews would have did the 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 gladiator thing. Oh, they should just win. Are you not entertained? 
She, All you I think she did a couple times, right? actually, when she was yelling at the fans. She really did. That's yeah. what you needed. That's Russell Crowe style. Because I was entertained. We all were. Yep. Golf. That's what we need. Need you to go gladiator. Yeah. All right. We come back. We'll talk NBA. They know how to do it. NBA. Salacious guys of NBA headlines right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful. Don't know It's just me against the world. Don't lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Great jam right here. Me against the world. Pac on the Bad Boys soundtrack, courtesy of my man uh, Patrick on a midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. Taking jams from a soundtrack of a movie, playing them for us, and based on those selections, we're supposed to be able to guess uh, by gathering clues and hints. What the feature is for midweek movie music, my man Harsh got it. Uh, we got it probably a little later than he should have, but one of his favorite all-time movies, Bad Boys, uh, is the feature for midweek movie music. And I do, I remember Remember when this? I remember this scene too. I should have gotten that too. I've seen Bad Boys yep, too much. Um, yeah, I've seen Bad Boys probably fifteen times. I, I tried to make it difficult, but I really thought y'all were going to get it before yeah. the third. Yeah, we should have. That's that. Tad, tell me, we'll take that L. We'll take that L. Uh, all right, my man Patrick, always keeping us on our toes. We appreciate that. Mavs will have to be on their toes. Mavs got a big game tonight. Basically, the Mavs lose, then their playoff hopes are done. They can't now. The playoffs may already be done. By the way, um, just <laughs> you know, mathematically, it may not be you know a a fi- final thing. But uh, if they end up losing tonight uh, against the Kings, um, then that will probably be all she wrote for their playoff hopes. They are hoping that OKC. Ends up losing uh, one of their next two games. As a matter of fact, OKC is a half a game ahead right now of the Mavs. So they still got a chance. OKC's last three, they saw they lost their last three. They got at Utah versus Memphis. It's their last two games. Minnesota also can give the Mavs life if they continue uh, to struggle. They are one and three in their last four, and they're at San Antonio at Patrick Spurs uh, and versus New Orleans to close out their season. And, and a note, Utah is only a game behind Dallas as well. Uh, oh, yeah, that is. Actually, that's a good so, point. So, right. OKC and Utah play each other. If Utah wins that game, they jump into the category oh. of possibly being able to push you out or at least, or on the flip side of that, may jump you so you get a better draft pick. Oh, man. And Luka, Luka will play. He yep, stays really he will play. Say. Um, and uh, I believe they, they're, they're, the Kyrie has an injury he's dealing with, but I'm assuming Kyrie's going to play, too, that those guys will be all hands on deck trying to keep hope alive for the playoffs. Oh man! Do we How get... quick does Jason Kidd's office get cleaned out? That's what <laughs> so, I want to know. So Nico Harrison said a few days ago, Jason Kidd's still our guy. There you go. Well, he has said that. Now that's a ridiculous statement to make. <laughs> if you're going to put together a team that does, that he hates, I wouldn't keep him as my coach. But that is what he said. Uh, how about this? Luca was asked about uh, like Jalen Bronson randomly, and how, if he's missed Jalen Bronson. Because uh, he mentioned that they haven't been able to recreate the same I believe chemistry. The question was, how much does this team miss Jalen Brunson? Yeah, and he said, quote, a lot. Yeah. He said, yeah. I mean, amazing guy, amazing player for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably his guy. You know, it was probably his his confidant. Said a lot. It's probably his bestest, his bestest friend. Yeah. You no, know? Yeah, it just, got going that, it just goes to show you that Luca, you know, he is not – Happy at this time. We know it's away stuff away from the court as well, but definitely not happy with the product on the court. 
I would love to see the Mavs in the playoffs uh, just because I don't want Texas to make history by this being the first time none of their NBA teams, since they've had three, have made the NBA playoffs. That would be the first time since 1980 when they all got three NBA teams. So I'd hate to see that. I'd love to see Luka and Kyrie give it a shot in the playoffs. They're not going far at all. They just yeah. can't play D. Uh, but it'd be nice to have just star power and then in the play in. Sorry, play yeah. in, not playoffs, because Patrick said there's a there's a difference. He's right. <laughs> playoffs, not playing. So play in. But it'd be nice to have them in the play in. And by the way, do we we agree to play in that a successful measure by the NBA? Do we like? The I like. Play-in? I like the play-in. I like. Yeah. And especially, working, right? We're, like, we're talking about the Mavs right now. We're not talking about them if there's not the plan, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's hope. You keep hope alive. So these yeah. games right now matter because of the plan. That's it, and you want to make more games matter. Period. That's why. Yep. They, that's why the new CBA has a an agreement, and they don't have details about it about the in season tournament. Have you heard about this with the new CBA? Yeah, yeah. They, they they there's no details on how they're going to do it, but they have agreed in principle that there can be an in season tournament. I don't know what's going to happen with that. That could be really strange, too. But There's so much going on. There's a ton going on. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, Mavs, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. Tankathon, not really much to keep up with. The Rockets and the uh, the Spurs and the Detroit Pistons are right now all got 14% chance in the lottery to get the first pick. The worst-case scenario right now, though, for the Pistons is fifth. That's the worst they could get. The worst for the Rockets is sixth, and the worst for the Spurs would be seventh. It's yeah. the worst that they could do. So there you go. That's like the it. update in the tankathon. We'll come back. The tankathon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the Rockets. Hopefully the Rockets can win the tankathon. H Town needs to win a tankathon. They lost the last one. The Texans lost the last one. They lost so, the first. Pick. So we can't say H Town stand up. It's H Town lay down. <laughs> hey, 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 give the Spurs a chance. They're the only ones who haven't been bad the last like four years. <laughs> I know y'all don't deserve this. We you deserve it. <laughs> y'all do not deserve it. Y'all do not. No, y'all y'all ruin what you got already. No, we De- deserve Detroit it. and Houston. They deserve this number one overpick. Y'all been y'all, y'all just coming off a dynasty like yeah, five let's get years another ago. One because we know how to run a team. Unlike Houston, <laughs> we need more help than y'all do. Y'all gonna recover. Y'all gonna be all right. No, yeah. we need another. We, we need Wimby. Uh, Give me Wimby. No, y'all had Tim Duncan. You want another Tim Duncan, basically? Yes, <laughs> yes I do. <laughs> y'all are so selfish. All right, we'll come right back. Wrap it up and put it up. Right here, ball don't lie. What if we're not the horn? Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's that is... Mm-hmm. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie. Time to wrap it up, put it in the oven. If you missed any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com and catch up with them on the podcast page. Coming up next, the Flex Crew with the Wednesday Night Flex. Who they got coming up? That's right, the Flex ATX Crew, the Seed, Nolan Hogan, Zach (laughs) Lucera, and, of course, my man Cameron Parker. They will have Buda Johnson head basketball coach Ben Kennison. And they will have Corey Moe's in studio. KVU Sports News anchor, my man Corey Moe. Hey, C-Mo! I, I'm going to say this about Corey Moe's, man. I think that guy's a star. He is. I'm just going to say that straight up. This and is, he came and broke bread with us when we was at Pluckers. Yes, but yeah. he, he is. He is He is damn good at what he does. I love Talk it. about storylines, man. He, he knows how to find them. What you got on tap tonight? My son's got a basketball game. I'm on my way to his basketball game. What you got on tap, Patrick? 
Watch NBA? Uh, I'm watching Robbie. Succession tonight, one of Ooh. the best shows on TV. You need to do Reggie, dog. That's right. Remember the regular show we talk about? Talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of you. says more. Play. Take care of each other. Peace.